Hello, welcome to the podcast or the squash podcast. Everything um, about squash, nothing else. Where? Well, not just n- nothing else. I guess we can uh, say some other else. things, but you know, as the title says, the unknown game. Talking about the, squash. yeah, the unknown game. Talking about how um, squash. Um, I didn't even know what squash was about three years ago. I didn't. I don't know. It's quite. It's quite a secret sport. Just yeah, um, unknown. Just bringing the unknown. knowledge to other people. I think yeah, through, one, of the, one of those games through the that, digital media. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's one, one of those games that like nobody really knows exactly what it's about. Like people can say what they know what it is and say, oh, it's this, this, and this, but mm, they yeah. don't really know the ins and outs of it and how to play the game, the mental side of it, everything to do with it, and just yeah. Trying to bring this that is, to is a huge, else. Si- huge psychological side of the game. Huge yeah. psychological side, um, and I think there's also a very big social part of the game, which is similar to the psychological part. But um, yeah. there's a lot of social. social I think it's stuff. one of those sports um, that everyone's, in a way, everyone's friendly, and like you get you get these sports like football and sports like that. Where everyone's just thugs, and it's more of like a rugby. Yeah, and like. <laughs> social side of it is bigger because people aren't as competitive yeah and idiots well I mean it's quite a competitive game yeah I mean yeah it's a lot of the people we don't take it out they don't take it out of control yeah Yeah. well there's quite a big aspect to it of the game being quite aggressive in a way that if you lose like I don't really know how to explain it that people quite get quite angry um, when they lose um, and, the, and, the, and there's because of the let system and the stroke system, there's a lot of arguments mm. most of the time during games, which is quite funny. If you, um, well, we'll we'll link something here. PSA TV on YouTube, and um, you can watch all like loads of squash games, or a little um, a matches sometimes, and you can really see how the pro players play. But uh, back on the topic, um, we're we're just gonna talk about today uh, a bit about us and the basics of squash. And we're gonna have about uh, four episodes. Four, yeah, at four least episodes. four episodes, see how we get on, and ev- from everything from the basics of squash, the social side of it, the professional side of it, rising stars in the game, and our experiences in tournaments, games, matches. Yeah. You know, the British and, Junior Open, we that, that was That was such a good tournament. Okay, yeah. so um, let's talk about, uh, about us, right? Okay, so I'll start. Um, I'm Jamie. I'm 15. Um, I don't really want to say my surname because of privacy, but um, I've been playing squash for three or no, two years. Two years, okay. I'm not the best, but I can I can give a detailed explanation on the game. I can I can uh, you know I can talk about it yeah. <laughs> as I am right now. And we t- we don't um, take it we don't take it as seriously as other people. We play a game we enjoy and not as a a chore in a way because I think many of these people they really competitive they really with their parents and everything they're really getting them like into it and i think it just takes out I don't the fun think that, of it. so that's not the best that's not the best approach takes out to the fun of it sport. gets people down and you know just here to have fun also learn yeah. at the same time but learning it in a fun way and a, a way that's gonna a way that's gonna improve us the most and yeah yeah all right that's a good, good stuff um, um I think we should talk about um, um other interests. So um other interests. My one of my biggest interests is music and computing. So I I, I like um programming and I also like playing piano and drums. Um, I yes. enjoy that a lot. Similar uh, to me. And now Joe. Um yeah, Get- I'm Joe, as Jamie said. Um, 
I'm 16 years old. Um, and similarly, similarly to Jamie, I, with the sport, I've been playing a bit shorter than Jamie. Probably about a year and a half now. Yeah, I invited you to come and play, and you you fell in love with the sport, didn't Jamie's you? Jamie's the, you to come play, yeah. the uh, gatekeeper of this sport and lets everyone <laughs> in. It, it, it all goes through Jamie. If you want to play, you have to ask him, really, if you get accepted. Yeah, yeah. But you're not, yeah, you're, not, you're not allowed to come to play squash if you don't know me personally, unfortunately. Don't say that, Jamie. You're trying to <laughs> encourage them to play. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Damn it, damn it. Damn it. Okay, yeah. Um, but Just yeah, it's a great sport. It's a great sport. <laughs> but yeah, I'm it's a great sport, similarly guys. interested in music. I play the piano. Um, just a broad range in interest in music. I play other sports, such as table tennis, used to play tennis. Um, and yeah, I think we've both got a similar personality, me and Jamie. Try and get, yeah, on, yeah. get on really well. Definitely, and definitely, definitely. Hasn't that, that something that helps with playing sport as well? Because with, especially squash, with the community we're in at our club, we'll go on about that a bit later. But yeah, yeah. it's just such later, a... Yeah. The social side helps so much with improving, and I think if you all click and you all there's this chemistry between everyone, it really helps you improve. Enjoy your game. the sport and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Because if you don't enjoy a sport, you're not going to play it. Yeah, and it's, you're not going to improve. It's, it's, yeah, because there's you're nothing. Not you've got no man. motivation to do it, and you've got no goals or anything. You're just more just there because oh, your parents make you. Your parents make you yeah, do a sport. Or, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to do like. That was quite interesting because there was a boy in our in our squash. I'm not giving any names or anything, but he was um, he was quite he wasn't very good at squash. But I didn't think he enjoyed it at all. Actually, uh, he his mum made him go. I think because he wasn't very good at sport in general, and he I think because her, his mum knew about it, he just made him go, and he hated it. He absolutely hated it. Mm. And I think, I yeah, think he had some, he had some friends. He had some friends like um, uh, that enjoyed, but they also weren't very good at the sport, and they had no motivation to play the sport. Exactly. So they were just the there thing. because they're they were all together. Made them go. They were all together with no motivation, and really, they were getting nowhere because they had no motivation to do anything. And yeah. that's why, if you've got the motivation to do the sport. And you want to get better, and you're enjoying the sport, and you're not just doing it because your parents make you, or your mum makes you, because you don't do anything. You do it because you love sport. the sport. You do yeah, it because you, you, you love the, you love the community. You love the coach. We'll talk about our coach a bit later on. Uh, you talk about other things, um, just uh, not just about or play the sport because you need to get fit. Play, talk about other things. If you have a club, if you have a community, try and create a community. Um, yeah, that's the thing with our club. We've got a great community that. Everyone works together. We're all, I'd class it as friends. Yeah, and this this is start, starting to sound a bit like a hashtag ad, if I'm not going to lie. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's just, yeah, well, you know. Hashtag. Hashtag join this I mean, gloss. Yeah, join this gloss, hashtag ad. Yeah. Um, you know. It says here, we, we should talk about how, how, we did, how we came across squash. Now, this is very interesting, actually. Um, well, why don't you start? Because you were the one that uh, started it all off. I, I, yeah, so... Um, uh, Joe goes to the same school as I, and um, there was a few other friends. Like my sister used to play squash, cause, but I figured this out. So one day we went to East Glass and it was an open day, okay, and I think this was about three years ago, and I went to play, just as a taster, cause they were doing like free open days and stuff, 
and I loved it. I can I loved it. Okay, and then I I forgot about it for about six months or something. And then my mum was had this contact with one of the coaches that she was speaking to there, um, and she she set up a sort of coaching session, like a first coaching session with me and my sister there, and. She made us do some like sort of lunging, some ball, hitting the ball against the wall, like simple, simple, basic, basic stuff. And then from there, um, uh, our coach uh, became the manager of squash. Now, his, um, our coach now, um, his name is Mark Toesland. Um, he is honestly the best coach ever. He gets so much motivation. We'll talk about him a bit later on. Um, and I came across squash. Uh, because of him, pretty much, I, I started going more to sessions, and then, um, at that time, I was friends with Joe at, Joe at school, uh, so I decided to say, Joe, why don't you, why don't you come and play squash, why don't you come and play squash, and he, he came to play squash, and then, guess what, he fell in love with squash, and then he kept turning up to sessions, and then I had some other friends at school, and, they, I mean, they weren't as keen on us at, at sports, um, but I still invited them and they still kept coming to the sessions and uh, They enjoyed the sport they enjoyed the community and they're not really in the community as much uh, Now because they didn't really enjoy the sport for Like sort of the fitness approach to it. They didn't really enjoy that part, but um that's how I came across squash literally just an open day and I fell in love with it mm, I don't know. I think, it's it's, really I think it's one of those sports that I was like that. I love racket sports, and I'm. I like to say I'm. Got You're a quite, keen ping pong player. I've got keen quite good hand-eye coordination, and I click well with uh, racket sports. And I think that helps me fall in love with the sport more because if I was like someone else and I'd never done any racket sports before, I think you've got to start from right from the basics and get all the hand-eye coordination, everything, all the technique up. Whereas with me, I had the technique from tennis, table tennis, that helped me just a booster, like a step up, even from the basics of it. And that helped me find, get, be more, find it more enjoyable because I wasn't having to, I wasn't awful at it. So I wasn't having to work away at it and not, finding it as enjoyable as I have because I've had experience in other sports which has helped me with this. I think that's quite a big aspect of it. If um, if you don't play sports like the sport you're about to play, for example, you played table tennis before, I mean, it's going to be a harder improvement. And that's why also I'm going to refer back to the point of community. Because if you don't have that, you don't have building blocks, you don't have the base, you don't have... Otherwise, you're just playing the game over and over again. You may not be improving, but you don't know. It's Improvement is hard because you, 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 you can sometimes tell and you can sometimes not tell. Um, but if the only way you're going to stay there is because you've got a community and you've got friends that are playing the sport with you, uh, yeah. e.g. me and Joe. And I think that's, um, that brings us on to the... Like, that ties in with our next point of what were some of the aspects that made us continue to play squash. Um, yeah. But, and that, yeah. that is basically it. The community, the coach, the ability, just the club. And the tournaments, the tournaments. Every, everything yeah, so, about so, it is such uh, a friendly and just environment, supportive environment. and I, motivational environment. That And 
I don't think if we had some of the things, like if we, if we didn't weren't friends with each other, I would have never ever got into the sport. Well, I might have, but not for a while. Um, if we didn't have our coach, we wouldn't be near as we wouldn't be anywhere near the levels we are. We wouldn't have um, anywhere near as the amount of motivation as we've had. Um, and I think mm. that whole side of it, the community side of it, is really helped us continue and enjoy the sport really yeah 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 like very definitely definitely um but yeah I it, mean, it's just yeah we just fell in love with squash because of that just community and um the way the way we approach squash is much more the, the way our coach approaches squash is much more different to them. Oh, let's go on the court now. Feed the ball, feed the ball, and just keep playing. Yeah, playing hit the, the target, same hit shot. the target, hit the target. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's more of a work. Have improve, a bit of fun. Prove on your go. Yeah, like a Im- bit like a pay as you go. Yeah, improve improving you go. it. Improving a way that's gonna get the most out of it for you, and for, I guess in a way. Other people, other people as well. Yeah. Like just not just self-directed to one person, but make it fun for everyone else in yeah. the group session, unless you're having a one-to-one. Um, I guess I guess we've been speaking so much about the community, we better talk about East Loss. Yeah, so uh, it takes us on to about squash around our area. So um, I don't really know if we should say our area, but um, if we say East Loss, people are going to find out anyway. So we live in Cheltenham. And we play East Gloss, and East Gloss is a tennis and squash uh, club, and they are amazing at making communities. They are honestly amazing. You you see that like my dad plays um, tennis. He he's got a session there, and it's like a community. He's got friendships between the coaches, and I think if you don't have that bridge between friendship and coach, and and student and coach, and uh, I think I think it's just not the same it won't be a fun sport because you can't really mm. sort of have like f- have fun i don't really know how definitely, to explain definitely. it it's like um yeah if I you don't have that bridge between the way the they work the, the way they player. work the club with the owners just everyone involved people at the bar the people just coaches and everything i think it just brings a more positive, positive vibe yeah positive vibe you yeah. haven't got this divide between the tennis and the squash people everyone's like part of, it's, we're all part of the same club well, I mean there's a little bit of a divide <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> but I think that's kind of getting better and you've got we're all part of the same club and we're all got same we're all playing for the same thing whether that be two different sports but you're still playing to get like the same advantage out of it and have the social side and have people to play with and everything like that, as well as getting better at the sport with the coaching that's involved, the um, camps in the summer and everything like that, and the social yeah, sessions okay, yeah. for all ages. And I think that I think that just key, works key really part well. of there's all ages, all ages. Um, I don't. I, I think it's a horrible thing to segregate ages. Even though I sometimes find it annoying playing with people maybe older than me or people playing people younger than me. I, it's it, it's hard. It's annoying at sometimes. But um, I think once you break that barrier, and you think of it as oh, it's someone else to play against. It's someone else to like 
improve with. Someone else is on yeah. the same line as you. Someone it, else is not going to be... You were oh, all in well, that I, position I, at one point. Yeah, yeah we, we were, were all we in were that all, position. We were all young and we were all... Bad let's, at the game. Let's, and let's, all, put, it, let's yeah. put it out there. We were all immature. We, were, we all liked yeah. to mess around. And I remember when we first joined, Jamie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, yeah. We were to put it simply, we idiots. Probably, probably, yeah, probably really, really annoying. We probably, um, we probably annoyed our coach. We probably, But I think that is solved by, again, the coach and everything community. like that. Because if you've got... It's, it's a, thrown out the window. It's thrown out the window. You don't, if you've you got, no got a good environment... The, if you've got a good environment... Yeah. People are less likely to, let's say, piss about because you've got no one cares about. You've that got a good it. environment and everyone's wanting to improve at the game. Whereas if you've got a, uh, oh, just do what you want and um, right, do. You all. need to have some aspect of discipline, otherwise it's just gonna yeah, or apart, like a really it? strict place where no one's actually enjoying what they're doing and we're, you're just turning up and doing what the coach says, not allowed to speak or anything like that. I think that a bit causes, like the army. Yeah, yeah, I think that causes more issues because then people are more likely to behave out of how they should be behaving because they're bored, probably. Mm, yeah, I think we should uh, talk about Mitball, how what East Cross offers, and I think it offers again community, it offers security and community. Um, they I play tennis just, uh, again. I said they play squash. They I think you know, it's quite it's a just... it's quite a pricey place, but you get what you pay for, really. Definitely, one hundred percent. I think you couldn't it, ask for much it's more like, out of the club, really. Yeah. They do get... a lot, and they're planning to do a lot. They're they're still planning. Like I can I can tell you now, they're in the works of trying to plan to build a glass court. Now they're only four a permanent glass court, not just a temporary glass court. And there's only four in the and four in the country. Oh no, three in the country even um, in UK at this moment in time. Um, and they want to build one, uh, which, which sounds amazing. I mean, I never played on a glass court personally, but I think it would be so amazing. I think uh, they've, I got, they've got what high goals, and they stick to those goals, and half of that is based off what the our members coach. want. Our coach. Our coach, our coach. and what the, what the members want, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're not, they're not based on what everything, or they want this, the owner wants this, the owner wants this. The um, people it's at the bar, they want this. They want, vote, isn't it? Yeah, they want new vote. kitchen places or whatever. I think that really stems from what they think they need from the club, what they need from the club, and what the members and the people actually paying for it, what they want. Because mm. I guess there's no point building something if they don't even need it. They like yeah, yeah. People don't want and it. You can, oh, you can go and build. You can go and build a new outdoor terrace or whatever. But people probably. People might not want that. I don't know whether they yeah, would. Yeah. That's just an example. But, you know, people might not want People that will ask and they will consider. They will consider. Everything they are, you ask, they might consider. And exactly. if it's, like, ridiculous, that build, build, um, build, like, a, a new building, station. build a new club, yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 it just makes no sense. If they are build another eight courts, obviously no one's going to build. They will, they will take everything into consideration, I feel. Yeah. Um, Again, uh, there's another thing it says here. Why is it a good environment for us to play and learn squash? Um, again, we talked about this again. Kind of the just summed that up anyway, haven't we? We summed just... that up, yeah. So, uh, we move on to the next topic. Um, 
uh, our approach to learning. Now, this this is going to be a, quite a big topic because it is. I mean, it is a big topic. It's it, there's so many ways to approach learning a sport, yeah. not just squash, but anything actually, like uh, an instrument, um, a skill, any skill. Um, and part of learning is practicing. And if you don't have the motivation to practice, you can't learn. Yeah, and I um, think that's what has helped us to improve is like, again, going back to really the same point, it's probably getting boring at this point, but the community yeah. has <laughs> probably got yeah. us helped. And we can start so what's to, been offered? Yeah, what's been offered to help us improve can, our game? But we can still like... Well... Yeah. Yeah. I think we should talk about our attitudes towards the game. Um, so, the, a game of squash is so volatile. It can go from really, really your way to really, really someone else's way. Or it, you, you might have to play defensively. You might have to play attack. You know, it, it, it's quite confusing. And it's so fast. And, so, and, and just, it's so volatile. Um, mm. But I think towards the game of squash, I would find that just playing games... It's fun, but it's not going to get you anywhere. There's always going to be room for improvement anywhere. Even the pros, there's always going to be room for improvement. You've got to have that attitude that you want to improve. If you've got no attitude of wanting to prove and having looking at other players and thinking, oh, that's where where I want to be. And you're not really going to get anywhere because that's it's more of a wish than a when you're given uh, when I, you're given I, a I task when you're given a task or whatever by your coach, you're not really you're if you've got no gold or anything or no ambition to do anything with the sport, you're just going to be there like oh well what's the, what's the point? If I'm not mm. looking to get anything out of this, what's the point? I may as well just mess around. Whereas if you've got that attitude that right you want to be like this and you know the outcome. If you put in a bit of effort and time and practice, you know the outcome which is going to come from that, and you know what skills and what benefits you're going to gain from it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. With everything, with all the technical areas of the game, with all the shots and stuff, I think it practice goes back to that thing that practice makes perfect, and that if even if you're terrible at it at start, where we've all been, I know from even. The first days of hitting a ball, we didn't really... There's stuff that we couldn't do then, but we've always... But we can do now. We've yeah, always we wanted do to do them, and we yeah. put the effort in. We've had the people around us to help us, whether that be coaches, each other as or well. Or just ourselves, each other. Each yeah, other, yeah. They've helped us get to that and achieve those goals and be able to hit those shots that we haven't been able to before. Mm, and I think mm-hmm. that... You can, from the start, you have one goal and you can build on that and you can build on that. We're still not perfect yeah. in any way at the stuff we've wanted to do. But we can, we're mm. starting to do that because we've got the motivation, because we want to do it, we want to improve, we want to, you know, get better, we want to... I mean... Yeah. What you're saying is is, is, is true to all sports, all skills, everything. Mm. So if you if you see something online or something, you'll say, oh, I want to do that... Um, I think the best way to get motivation is to sort of read about it and and and, and sort of put yourself in there. Because if you don't put yourself in there, you're never going to want to do it because you don't think you're going to be able to do it. Um, I think. Yeah. I think before we talk about our coach, we should talk about how the game of squash works because I don't think we have talked about that, and we should talk about the rules and how it works. 
Yeah. Okay. So, let's say you have, in a game of squash, you have two players and a referee, if you want to count the referee. But I don't, the referee doesn't really count, all right? And I don't know if, you, um, if you've ever seen a picture of a squash court, but there's two boxes on each side of the court, and those are the service boxes. And that's where you serve. And there's also a red line in sort of in one third of the, of the court. Of the wall, sorry, of the front wall, and there's walls all around, and there's red lines going down from the side walls, um, and you have the back wall. All these walls you can hit against, but the main wall you have to hit against every shot is the front wall, and this is where I think people mistake squash just for hitting it. Oh, it's just a game where you just hit the ball against the wall. It is not like that. But it's think, very difficult yeah, and it's very the, physical. With all the side walls and the back walls, it's more. You've got more of the approach that you can in a way decept your opponent in more ways you've got more yeah. and more ways to hit the ball because of the angles you can hit your ball at the ways you can use the side walls and the back wall to your advantage to play a more mm. tricky shot for the opponent to get back and even sometimes as we've seen from some squash players impossible for them to get back because you yeah really you can't the side you just can't hit them exactly because yeah you can hit the ball you can hit the side walls before it gets to the front wall or you can hit them after it gets to the front wall because it can come off so the many front dis- wall. you've got so many things you can do and there's just a lot of possibilities and a lot of angles um, and to move your opponents around which is why it's more of a dis- why it's more of a tactical sport. game because and it's a left athletics. It's more athletic, psychological, and tactical. It's very, very all through those. I think we should na- rename squash to the tactical, psychological, athletic sport. That's, fit, that's, so far, too compl- to that's far too complicated for me, Jamie. Oh uh, yeah, I'm but, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really. Yeah. Don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> you just um, don't really care. I'll just rename it anyway. No, but I think that's why it's more of a tactical game because you see with the professional players that they've all got this in a way you've got this robotic thing in you that they just get back every every shot they get back and the only way you're really going to make your opponent not get the shot back or win the rally is to play a shot which forces them to play a weak shot where you can attack on that pounce on that yeah, they, or, they, you have to force them to play a defensive shot. Or they make a um, random error. An error. Which isn't likely yeah. in the game. Or you play a really good shot that they can't get back to. But yeah. it's more... That's why, as you get better and better, the rallies go on and on. Because in a way, there's only a certain yeah. amount... It kind of contradicts what, I've, what we've said. But in a way, there's only a certain amount of outright technical shots you can play and where the common shots go where the common shots are played whereas yeah where the common shots are played but then Mm, mm. you have to adapt on that and find a way to change your shots to like beat your opponent because it's one of those games where you you have to keep changing you have to keep resetting you have to keep learning you have to keep improving because every time um someone plays a killer shot they're going to practice and try to beat that killer shot so they don't 
full error to it again. Yeah, and I guess in a way you've got to... You've got to... Uh, what's the, the word? you just got to out... Outplay them. Yeah, and you've got to think shots ahead from your from what you're playing. You've got to think in the future. Think in the future. Think in the future. Yeah, and yeah. plan what you're going to do. So if you think, okay, I'm going to hit it on Read the ball, the ball and, do and plan. Boast, do a boast. They're going to have yeah. to get to the front corner and they're not going to be able to play a strong shot. So then I can pounce on that and play it where they're not at and play when play where they're out of position when they're out of position i think when you're a beginner you get given this false thing where you just well i mean it's not false but it's it's sort of so beginner that you don't know it says play away from the player i mean it's not a beginner thing it's just once you get to a level you if, even if you play away from the player most of the time they're still going to get the ball yeah um, that's the thing you and can still, some of the, some of the best shots and stuff is actually so, playing where your so opponent simple. is because yeah. your player could be in the corner where you are once you just play the drop shot and you can sp- play straight back in there but they're running the other direction they're about they're going to the other direction because you think you're going to play there joe 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 i think we should explain what a drop shot is because people won't know that people won't know that so a drop shot if you've seen a squash port Court, court, I can't speak. Oh my god. If you see a squash court, there's like two red lines at the front rule, and there's one which is closer to the um, floor. And if That's below you, if you play below that uh, red line, it's out or it's you down, as it said. You hit, you the, hit tin. the tin, so it's out. And if you just, just play like centimeters above that line, and it the ball just dies back onto the floor and it rolls or something onto the floor. Um, it's called a drop shot because it it's dropped down onto the floor, uh, onto the sort of bottom of the wall. Mm. Um, and the the key thing about that is um, just making the ball go dead or um, not allowing the the other player, your opponent, to play it before a second bounce because you you have one bounce in squash before you can get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's very very. If you get it right, it's athletic. A, yeah. If you get it right, it's a very punishing shot that really like gets you an advantage over your opponent with them having to play a weaker shot. Which, as I've said, you can yeah. attack on that and play how you want to play it and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away Absolutely, from your opponent yeah. or where your opponent is or. Um, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I think now we should move on to our, our coach. Oh, no, not um, Marky. Marky Oh, Toesland. Marky, Marky. Marky Toesland. Um, So, who is he? Well, he's our coach and the squash manager at East Gloss. And he, he also, I think, works uh, at Bristol Uni. Am yeah, I right? he works I don't at know. Bristol Uni. Um, yeah, he works at coaches Bristol there. Uni, he yeah. coaches at East Gloss. And he's just a, you know, put it out there. He's a great he's guy. Just a cool guy. And I, I think now, um, now he's um, he, he got a job as the Canadian national uh, squash um, team uh, right, coach or something. Yeah, but he might be getting it. But he might be getting it. He applied and they repl- he applied for it and then because he went like, oh okay, let's do this, and yeah. he got it. And he doesn't know really what to do. So, uh, what is he like as an individual? Um, as well as the squash coach. Well, he's thirty three to uh, right now, and he acts like he's three. Which is great because it, yeah, I it mean, blends so well. We love him. We love yeah, him because I mean, it blends could, so well. It doesn't really sound that great. Group. Doesn't really sound that great, does it? That I mean, you've got yeah. this coach acting like a three-year-old, but he isn't. He is an idiot. He's a three-year-old, but he's. I think he's a that, good coach and he's funny. 
is a great coach and he that is what makes a good coach is that you don't have to be an amazing coach you don't have to be an expert at the game i'm going to put it he's out an here. expert at the game though i'm going to put that i'm going to put that out here that mark isn't at the level of some other squash coaches but his yeah. awareness of the game and his ability to interact with juniors and others others juniors especially juniors especially amazing yeah. which makes him an excellent coach you can and it gives us get, motivation and that's the thing with like learning to be a coach you don't even have to be amazing at the sport i know people that have got squash um and other sports train i um, mean coaching licenses and stuff like that awards and then jamie carmichael they've jamie actually good they've example. actually been not great the sport that's not a good example for jamie he's great at the sport but um, I mean, he's great he's great at the sport but um putting it out there he doesn't have the best motivation to um, sort of teach us he um, um for context jamie carmichael is a is he a level one coach i, I don't know but he's sure. a level one coach and he's new and he, he's training i don't know he's like 19 or something and he's training to be a one coach he works at east class and he's a really nice guy um he is a really nice guy yeah very friendly uh, but i think he's very friendly but i think what the problem is is that he doesn't give as much motivation because he doesn't really talk as much in a way you know what i mean yeah. i don't really know uh, and he's improving that. he's definitely improving on that and with the help <laughs> Of Mark, of Mark and yeah. other people around the place, I think he's starting to come more out of his shell and interact with us more. And it's definitely improving with his coaching abilities. And I know oh, for yeah, a fact 100%. that I know for a fact that when he's when he start first started coaching, he start first started coaching for us, um, that he wasn't. I'm gonna put it out there. Sorry, Jamie, but um, you were—he <laughs> wasn't a great coach at the start, and we were all getting a bit annoyed with annoyed. him because yeah. there was no motivation to do anything, and he couldn't really control what he did and how he coached and stuff. But I think he's definitely improved on that, and I can definitely say that he's a much better coach now, and he's more of a what we would call a coach. A coach, yeah, yeah, more, more, coach. more of a person that can yeah. interact with people. I mean, you um, can say you can say a coach is someone that just makes you improve the game. Play. Is this wizard yeah. or something? But <laughs> a wizard. I wouldn't say Jamie or Mark are wizards, to be honest. No, though, you know, Mark likes Mark. Mark tries to act like a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> when he's in one of his stupid moods, he you know does whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he loves acting like a wizard. Um, but, but yeah. I think if you, I think one good thing about a coach, you got for a coach, you you have to be happy to interact with people of other age groups. So like people that are older, like seventeen, people that are like ten or eleven, people that are fifteen. You got you got to be able to sort of like sort of I don't really know have some chemistry with them. I really yeah, don't really know definitely. how to like. Otherwise, um, it's just going to be so, so, so boring. And I've, we've had that from experience, as we just said about Jamie. Um, so what does he specifically um, do, Mark, to help us achieve our goals um, and keep us interested in the sport especially? Um, now, because of the coronavirus pandemic, uh, we don't play as many tournaments and we don't go to, me as, to watch as many tournaments as we do um, any, um, as much. As we haven't. Well, we don't past. do any, actually. We haven't. 
we have in the past. And he he's so open just to take us there. For example, when we went to the British Junior Open 2020 in January, um, he he was like, oh yeah, let's just take Joe and Jamie in my car to to Birmingham to uh, watch watch the sport. And as he's like a, a three year old, on the way back he took us to McDonald's. You know, he he's. He's that type of guy that just loves loves the sport so much that he doesn't care. He's a coach. That he's he, a coach. He's and a he coach helps that... us improve us improve us our game. But he's also a nice person. That outside the sport. And yeah. I think the fact that he acts like a two year old helps us because he can more like interact with us more and more hmm. interact with people our age because they get. He gets how we feel, and he gets our humor, and he gets everything like that. So yeah, it he helps gets our him. Humor. Family guy, family guy, one hundred percent. Yeah, that, honestly. And he helps <laughs> us improve, like, and that helps us improve because then we've got someone that we enjoy talking to, we enjoy having as our coach, we enjoy him helping us learn. We enjoy talking to him. We yeah. enjoy interacting with him. We enjoy and that's going to help playing us learn squash with him because you know, like, it is, and it's going to keep us interested, isn't it? Yeah, it is it's because very we've got more motivation to go to each training session because we know we're not going there to do fifty court sprints. We're going there to have a bit of fun, and yeah, I mean, we 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 we, 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 we we do do court sprints, but um, uh, yeah, rarely we talk about that. That's, <laughs> that's hell. Um, that's, 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 yeah, it's that's the yeah, not it's nice side of squash but unfortunately you've got to get on with it you see you know? yeah it's the fitness side of it again remember uh, psychological tactical and athletic remember that um, <laughs> yeah, Jamie's favourite um, phrase I think the, the athletic side of squash is a huge part of it because if you don't play and, and, and actually I'm talking about Mark right now he is currently uh, of this date on the 29th of the 11th uh, 29th of the 11th um we are in a tier, a lockdown, and he's said at the start of the lockdown, uh, lockdown two, um, I want to get fit. So he's gone home, bought a hundred pounds worth of kit, and then he's getting fit. And I think that's one thing. I've been going on runs. I've been trying to get a little bit fitter um, because of the point, the fact that he is motivating me to be still interested in the sport and still, even though I don't like the fitness, do the fitness, like do the fitness, mm. and keep going. Um, but yeah. Definitely. That's a really big part I think of it. he's just... He, in a way, inspires and... I think this goes back to, like, what a coach to us is. Yeah, they help you Different with, perspectives. Different, they, different yeah, they help you with improving coaches, your game. Yeah. But they've also got to be someone that you can interact with, you can go to to speak to if you've got some problem. I don't problem. know. But yeah. and then he, he's nice to talk to. Yeah, sorry, sorry. You you can. And then that. someone that's gonna motivate you to do things that you actually need to do. Like if you need to lose weight, if you need to, I don't know, gain weight. I don't know, but <laughs> gain weight. <laughs> um, I I, th- I think I think that even though he he's got good advice about squash, he's got good life advice. One hundred percent, he's got great life advice. Yeah, and, and he's, um, he's one of those people that he's. I'd like to say he's intelligent in a way that, yeah, he might not be outright amazing at maths and... He's a genius, Mark. Totally. Yeah, he might he's not be wizard. Einstein and have 10,000 IQ, 
but he's a guy that knows a lot I, about the sport, and about can, the and psychological. And can understand you. Can, and can understand yeah, you. Yeah, and, and he knows can a lot understand about the sport, and yeah. help you because he's make, got a logical mind. And make and, a good judgment of things. Yeah. I yeah. think that's basically Mark. He's can act like an idiot. He can act really serious. And he's a great guy. I think he's someone that you yeah. can't really dislike. No, is, no one can dislike him. I don't no think there's a way him. you could... In a way, I don't see why you would dislike him. Like, what is there yeah. to dislike about Mark Toesland? Yeah. Well, I think... On that bombshell, uh, it's the end of our first episode. We'll leave it, it flow there. by. We'll leave it there. It I, mean, um, I think... I think it's been good. Yeah, it's been a great. I think I the next, uh, second episode, we're going to talk about uh, the social side of it um, more in detail. We can do some research about that, don't worry. We can maybe even get Mark in here for a session uh, just to talk with us um, about mm. it. Maybe that'd sometime. That'd be good. We can hear yeah, the that'd be great. Um, yeah, we can try and get him. But yeah, we're just going to hope that was enjoyable. Hope that gave you a bit of an insight more about squash and our... About us. There's more episodes to come. That's a good thing. There's don't more episodes going, to come. Don't you be going anywhere. You better get your don't. You, you better, better be, get your ears ready because we're 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 pumping out these every week. We're not messing we're gonna around. We're going to be. Here. We're not messing around. Pun. We're, we're not, not messing around at all. But yeah. We, anyway, we thanks at, for listening, for the first episode, and I guess we'll see you in the next one. Bye.